0: and and you instruct me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now, it says, my eye sees you. Therefore, I retract, and I repent in the midst of my dust, in the midst of my ashes, Now, in essence, what Job said is he now has realized that problems were a part of God's process, a part of God's plan, a part of his purpose to help develop patience in his life. Every problem, listen to me, every problem is a test. Every problem is a test. Every difficulty that we encounter in our lives is an opportunity. It is an opportunity. It is an opportunity for you to trust God. It is an opportunity for you to hear from God. It's an opportunity for you to believe God. It's an opportunity uh, for you to learn to, to exercise patience in what we're looking at, believing that God will guide you to handle the problem. Number two, you see, problems try our patience. We all have them. But then number two is is we look a step further right here is that people will test our patience. If the problems of life were not enough, then there seems to be certain people that are in our lives that, that just create problems for us. If you've been walking with me on Wednesday nights to the book of James, a lot of this is going to be redundant to you. You're going to hear it again and again and again and again. Obviously, God has a plan that he wants us to hear some of these things two and three times. And just take your Bible and look over to James chapter 5. James chapter 5, the Lord's half-brother wrote perhaps the most practical book of life from a Christian principle in the New Testament. And one of the lessons was on patience. Verses 7 and 8 of chapter 5. Be patient. Then, brothers, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop and how patient it is for the autumn in the spring rains, you too, be patient. Stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. The Lord's coming is near. It's interesting that James illustrates patience right here by giving us the picture of a Palestinian farmer. A Palestinian farmer had to wait two different seasons Two different seasons of rains or else they could starve to death. Hurry up and wait. Had to be patient, you see. They had to wait on the autumn rains. That's what he's saying right there. The autumn rains, which which makes then the planting and makes uh, uh, of the seed much easier and the germination of the seed possible. But then they had to wait, it says, until the spring rains also to harvest so that the maximum amount of grain could be reaped. So this Palestinian farmer realized that unless God's process was followed, there would be no harvest. That's why it's key in our lives that you and I follow God's plan, His process. If we want a harvest to come, in this case, if we want patience, patience to wait, and we want the Holy Spirit of God to produce that in and through us, what is true of plants, you see, is also true of People Impatience is when we decide to take matters in our own hands. We don't want to wait. We want it now. And you try to rush the harvest uh, uh, and you wind up ruining the whole harvest instead. When you do, you wind up taking the wrong job, if that's where you're seeking. You wind up maybe marrying the wrong person. You make the wrong decision. The Greek word for patience is a combination of two Greek words, macro, which means long or slow. The other is thumia, where we get the word thermos. And then thermal, which means, in this case, anger. Now, patience, you see. Literally what it's saying, long-tempered instead of being short-tempered. In other words, patience is the ability to slow the anger rather than being quick to anger. I read where someone said patience is the ability to idle your motor when you feel like stripping the gears. Don't misunderstand, patience doesn't mean that you never get angry. Sometimes you have a right to get angry. Patience simply means you're slow to anger, but it also means you're quick to get rid of it. Too often, it's just the opposite problem. We're quick to get angry and slow to get rid of it. Let me be perfectly honest with you. If you're going to be spending any time with people, there are going to be problems. I hear of preachers making this statement. Oh, he's a good preacher, but he's no people person. I question that man's call. There's a difference in being a good teacher, preacher, and being a pastor. We have a pastor church team. You granted you wanted to teach, you want him to preach. But you better find a guy that loves people. Loves God and loves people. Because he's in the people business. And he's going to have these issues to come his way every day. And it's going to try his, his patience. Try his patience. It's going to be tested. fact the people you love the most would test your patience the worst if you've ever been married more than three days you know what I'm talking about amen the person I'm most impatient with is sitting on the front row staring at me right now my wife Sometimes I have to remind myself of what the Bible says. 1 Corinthians 13.4 Love is patient. If you have a difficult people in your life and you have to deal with them, you see, and your patience is key. And the key is love them. Hard to, to love somebody and be impatient with them, isn't it? Be patient. It says 1 Thessalonians five fourteen. I wish it wasn't here, but it's here. Be patient with everyone. I'd like to just take that part out of my Bible. If you want to know the truth. I'd like to just pick and choose. But it says be patient with everyone. You see, if God, if we're filled with the Spirit, if God is in control of our lives, the reality is there'll be these people, there'll be these problems. And I'm going to tell you, in and of yourself and in your flesh, you'll fall flat on your face every time you won't show his love. But if you allow the person and the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit who lives in your heart, if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, he'll produce that patience. Problems try our patience. People test our patience. Number three, persistence will toughen our patience. To put it another way, the reason why God allows difficult people and demanding problems to come into our lives is that so that we can grow in our faith. We can grow in our faith and we can become complete, it says, become mature, become like the Lord James said earlier in chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. It says... The testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience, let that patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete and lack nothing. The word complete there, that word mature right there, that is a faith-building exercise and so you finally get to the point thank you God for this problem thank you God for that difficult person thank you Lord for this experience because you have taught me a mighty lesson right here to love everybody and be patient with everybody When we get impatient, we're really saying to God, I want you on my timetable. I want you to do things according to my clock. I want you to do things according to my calendar and not want to wait on him. You know why patience is so difficult? I just said it. Waiting. Most churches have a problem with this word, change. Second most problem that we have, the word is waiting. Waiting. Waiting on God to reveal his plan, his purpose, his process. We live in a country that has strongly influenced our thinking in our church. We live in an instant gratification society. You see, we got instant mashed potatoes, which I don't like. I like the real deals that you have to wash and peel and boil and smash and salt and pepper and butter. And, mm, baby, why don't you make those anymore? No. Um, Better shut up. <laughs> I won't never get them again. Right? I'll never get them again. What about uh? How many of you just praise Jesus for frozen dinners? Okay. I bet y'all can name some brands out there that are better than others, can you? Yeah. Frozen dinners. Amen. Right. What else did I write down here? Uh, packaged cake mixes. I think I could make a cake with some of them things, and I ain't no cook at all, right? What happened to the day, you huh? ha- You always telling us, baby. Yet me and the kids and the grandkids, I used to make homemade cakes. i hurry up and wait. We didn't tell you what kinds we'd like yesterday. Did you hear us? I like chocolate. I like strawberry. I like. Did you hear all that yesterday? Just, just saying. I'm helping. I'm helping you here a little bit, all right? All right, be honest. Wouldn't you rather do just about anything than wait? Here's a survey. Listen to this survey by the Associated Press. While waiting in line in an office or store, most people take an average of 17 minutes to lose their patience. On hold on the phone, most people lose their patience in nine minutes. Women lost their patience after waiting in line for about eighteen minutes. Men lost theirs after fifteen minutes. People with lower income and less education are more patient than those with a college education and a high income. People who live Live in the suburbs are more patient than those who live in the city. Now, I don't put a lot of stock in surveys, but I kind of took that to heart as I read that. There, we need to learn to be more like God and where, 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 how He's created us. Society is not the blame. Where we live is not the blame. Problems are going to be there people are going to be there God wants us to grow in our faith and we need to learn to be more like him a God that knows how to wait do you know the reason why the world is still here with all of its evil with all of its sin with all of its rebellion with all of its godliness uh, godlessness it's not because God's powerless it's not because you see God is passive it is because God is patient is patient with us he wants to wait just a little longer so that more people can come to know him as their personal savior and lord and I want to close with maybe the most beautiful verse in the bible about patience the lord isn't really being slow about his promise to return as some people think no he's being patient for your sake He does not want anyone to perish, so he's giving more time for everyone to repent. 2 Peter 3, 9. You see, if God had lost his patience with us as sinners, we'd all be doomed. bow your head with me for just a few moments and let me just speak to you with no one looking around God's punctual he's not slack he says he's not tardy always right on time he says he's coming he will It says he's coming swiftly. Coming when he's supposed to. God's patient. He's long suffering. The reason God waits is all lost men and women that have ample time to repent and turn. Trust him it's not his desire it says right there that anyone should die lost and go to hell he waits he loves he calls he gives man the opportunity to get right with him but the whole counsel of God tells us there's coming a time when my God's patience will be exhausted. And it'll be too late and there is a devil's hell. But right now, in this service, God has promised that he'll come. Perhaps you're sensing conviction right now. You're not saved. There needs to be a confession. Lord, I realize I'm not saved, and Lord, I believe in you, and I trust you, and thank you for letting your son die on the cross for me. And Lord, I repent, I turn from my wicked ways, and I trust you. Save me, Lord Jesus. Lord, these problems that I, that I face and these people that I, I endure, Lord... Uh, I'm just defenseless, so Lord, come into my heart and give me the power and the person of the Holy Spirit to produce patience in my life. With all that in mind, I want us as a church right now. Are we ready to meet? trust him to be saved to recommit our lives to him to be obedient lord you speak and may our obedience be a sign of our repentance in jesus name i pray amen as we sing will you come Up and give us an important announcement about uh, what's about to happen here in the church, and then, brother, you are gonna come and dismiss us in prayer. All right. right.
1: Well, Awana, that was loud. Awana starts back um, August 18th, and I still have a few places where I need some leaders, um, specifically in nursery, Um, and that would that's nursery is for workers' children, so um, so they can help. So that's that area, and then um, cubbies right now too, and possibly some other um, ways that we can use you too, but if you are interested in helping, if you could see me,
2: about spaghetti other than I like to eat it. Um, but does, is there someone from the Women of Worship class that wants to share anything? Okay, Carol, would you come? And then and then I think, Mike, you can hit restart and come back up here. Yes.
1: Um, I know many of you did not sign up, but lucky for you, we knew you would be here this morning, so we are ready for you to come on and eat with us whether you signed up or not we know we had a short life on that sign-up sheet so if you forgot no worries if you're visiting especially we want to welcome you to come join us $5 a plate we have gluten-free wheat and regular noodles we have chicken just all kinds of deliciousness in there Um, if you write a check if you'll make it out to Relay for Life however if you've already written it to Northside we'll figure that out don't tear it up and start over Um, am I forgetting something oh it is for Relay for Life Um, we decided as a Sunday school class to put some feet to our prayers and help out with cancer research cancer um, just everything cancer that Relay for Life supports they offer transportation to patients to get to their doctors and to their treatments they don't just do research so um, this is one way that we can do that um, and love on all of our friends and family who have experienced this this tragedy and so we hope you will join us five dollars is the minimum feel free to go over way over if you want to uh, relay for life if you want to join us is august 10th 4 to 10 at the fairgrounds so we'd love to have you join our team or anybody else's team for that matter because it all goes to a good cause so join us for lunch and mr Mike is going to say the blessing when he um, dismisses us in prayer. When you have that opportunity, oh, oh, leftovers! If you want to go plates firstovers or leftovers, if it's so delicious you can't, you know, live without it, then just let us know and we'll be glad to fix you a to-go plate. Oh, we have freezer bags if there's extra spaghetti sauce that you just want. We'll, we'll give it all away. We'll send it all home with you at a price. Everything costs today.
3: Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just being me. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we do do need to take this patience business seriously, especially with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And When we run out of patience, we run out of love. So give us that boost each and every day to be patient with everyone we meet in every situation. We just thank you for this day. We thank you for every day, but especially for Sunday when we can gather together to fellowship, to worship you, to sing songs about you and to you. We just thank you for all that you do for us. And now we turn to the dinner we're about to have. We just thank you for those who prepared it. Thank you for what it what it is raising money for. And we just pray that you add your blessings on that. We ask that you bless the food. Bless those who are a part of it. What's in Christ's name I pray.